0: Singing in singing in rain. in a Category Five hurricane will not be presented at this time. In order to bring you the following
1: special podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. Hosted by Pat
0: Cashman. Gorgeous to look at.
1: And Lisa Foster. She's
0: dangerous. Me,
1: you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Here? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. time.
0: I was going to try to get you to talk. You know, are you, interrupt, are huh? you there? It's
2: yes. awfully quiet. What yes, okay. is happening? I'll You're go, confusing I'll
0: me. I'll go. I know. I'm just trying to screw around. Okay. There's no good reason for that. Okay.
2: Why are you f- 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 with me?
0: I don't know. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> well, I guess we got to lead off with uh, the sad passing of this man. Anthony Benedetto was 96 years old. People would know him better as Tony Bennett, of course. You like Tony Bennett?
2: I I do so much. He just me seemed too. like a kind man. But I, I, I hate to say, I thought he was old. I thought, I could have swore he hit 100, but he didn't, I guess.
0: Well, yeah. he didn't make it. He fell short. I'm yeah. a math whiz, but 96, let me figure this out. He missed it by... 91 times Twelve years? I, I, yeah, no, yep,
2: no
1: that's what I came man. up
0: with. But uh, he he had just such a fascinating life and career, and just uh you know then got a renaissance, which
1: mm-hmm. few
0: people do. You know, they uh, they have their hits, they have their moments, and then they you don't hear from them as much anymore but his son tony danny bennett decided I, I i guess mid-career tony bennett decided i'll start singing some beatles songs yeah a rigby. yeah baby and then it just didn't work <laughs> mm-hmm. and his son uh danny decided no let's, dad's got to go back to what he what he does and that's singing great standards and they did and You know, young people started digging it and they got involved and Lady Gaga became part of things. Yeah, so uh, All of that served to make him uh, iconic in a way that he hadn't even been earlier in his life.
1: I left my heart Hmm. In San Francisco His
0: his name, uh, Anthony Benedetto, But uh, then he started going by the name of Joe Barry. Oh, really? That would sound better. And the story goes that uh, Bob Hope was attending some concert for Pearl Bailey. And uh, this fellow, Joe Barry, opened for Pearl Bailey. And Bob Hope said, boy, I like that guy, but uh, that, that name, Joe Barry, that's weak. And Anthony Benedetto, his actual name, sounds too pompous, so... He just said, "How about Tony Bennett?" And that's where the name came from, from Bob Hope.
2: As if Bob Hope is strong.
0: Well, well, Bob Hope a Betty, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, but that anyway. That's
2: Robert Hope a Betty.
0: Whether it's actually true or not, that's the story about Tony Bennett. My love waits there. I know. I think I've told you this story before, years ago. I'm working at a TV station King TV in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of work to. Do. I was the creative director at the station, and there are things I had to get done, had to get edited, had to get written before I could quit for the day, much less for the weekend. And they and this and I, things were just piling up on me, and I was getting testy about it because <laughs> my wife. Had said, "Now I need you to uh, get home at five o'clock because we're going to go someplace for your birthday." And I said, I, "Okay." And then as the day wore on, I, it was getting to be three, and then four, and I thought, "I'm not going to get home by five o'clock." And then the uh, the the my boss at the station said, "Hey, we, gonna need, we still need you to finish up some stuff." Uh, and I just lashed out. I said, "God damn it!" I'm gonna, you know I was just I was really really pissed Ooh. off. Ooh. unusual for me to, to be like that, but mm-hmm. I was just feeling the pressure from my wife, get home, get home, get home, and I got this work to do, and so I'm in just a foul mood.
2: Everybody and, wants a piece of you, Yeah, it. it felt like that. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. finally, I go home, and it's 5 o'clock, or I'm late. It's like 6 o'clock. And, oh, no. And she said, get in the car. Let's go. And so we get in the car, and we're driving north, and I don't know where we're going, and she won't tell me, and I'm still steaming about uh, about my workplace
2: is she mad that you're late
0: uh a little bit yeah a little bit yeah, annoyed a little but annoyed. I, okay. yeah but not overtly so so okay. i we get there and pretty soon we're at the we're at the washington canada border and i think what the heck what are we doing said so you'll see we uh, we crossed the border they confiscated my guns and drugs of course going right. through
2: there did you but- get them back when you came back through
0: yeah i did in fact i got three times as many back that's cool including some guns i didn't even know existed that's cool that's uh but then so we go to this really nice luxury hotel in vancouver Mm, i love
2: vancouver canada so pretty,
0: and i was so happy and i thought what a great birthday she said this isn't it we check into our room and we get up there and i'm having a glass of wine i am think oh this is great honey thank you so much this isn't it down we go in the elevator we get off and we walk across the lobby and there's a smallish showroom there and the, for the first time i realize what she has done playing tonight only tony bennett we go into this room that is lisa was the size of a uh, a good size master bedroom it was very yeah. smallish room I thought, lovely this is...
2: lovely intimate theaters those are so great oh
0: it was great And so, long story short, sure enough, Tony Bennett performed. And a couple of times, he just put the mic away and just sang a cappella because it was that intimate of a room.
1: Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by
0: greatest birthday present I ever had
1: find that life is still
0: but unfortunately he's now gone the age of 96 as people may know he had just Alzheimer's just but what a talent and what a life
1: smart.
0: well done Anthony Benedetto Okay, then I wanted to mention, I'm going to go quickly this time, but I wanted to mention a woman named Jane Birkin, who died at the age of 76, singer, actress, fashion inspiration. Jane Birkin, do you know the name? Nope. I knew the name. I saw the obit cross my phone, but I said, I know the name, but I don't know why I know her. And then I remembered why I remembered her. She sang a song that I just loved. Uh, This was in 1969, and she sang it with... Uh, a guy that became her collaborator, and I think husband for a while, Sergei Gainsbourg. And this was the song, 1969, Je t'aime. Oh. Oh and I remember thinking, oh my gosh. Oh, whoa. Je t'aime mon ou which means I love you, me neither. What? And this song...
2: Your French um, is really good, by the way. Thank you
0: very much. Uh, <laughs> <first man>. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you think French guys walk around doing that all the time?
1: <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. Look at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yes. That's
2: exactly what they do. I think
0: I will jump off of it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so that's who she was. I mean, a singer, actor—you wouldn't know she was a singer from this song. Right. But I
1: remember—I
0: <laughs> remember as a young disc jockey playing this and thinking, "Oh my gosh!" I know. Oh my goodness sakes! And it's uh, hot and, in here. Yeah. In fact, it was. This song was condemned by the Vatican.
2: They, I bet.
0: They banned it in some countries. I mean, of course. And, and and what's going wrong here? Nothing. You know, there's really nothing. It's just a bunch of moaning and groaning <laughs> and suggestion. It's a song. It's you're not seeing anything. Like,
1: if you have well, a
0: filthy mind, then, right. then you, it's gonna take you places.
2: Yeah, it's painting a picture in your dirty head, not anybody else's. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> she was whatever. also uh, a inspiration for fashion, and they say that these there's a Birkin handbag you can buy, and they're they're. They're running for about ten grand. Oh no.
2: Birken yeah. bags are yeah. insane. That's yeah.
0: so you know those, but that yeah. was who inspired them, oh, Jane Birkin. Oh, I
2: didn't know that. Okay, got yeah. it. How about that? Yeah.
0: I'm gonna step out for a second and take a shower. Yes. Then a fellow named Andre Watts passed away, a piano virtuoso. seventy seven years old, wildly influential and uh, very charismatic very cool guy gone at the age of 77 and one of the founding members of the Eagles Randy Meisner died at 77 And Sinead O'Connor, she had a big single, Nothing Compares to You. Remember, she caused a famous uproar by ripping up a photo of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. Sinead O'Connor was just 56. Then a fellow named Joao Donato.
2: Nuh-uh. A pianist, his composer. His name is not. His
0: name is not J O A O. I looked it up. Joao Donotho. You, you said
2: Joawawa.
0: Did I? You did. Well, yeah, you did. it could be Maybe a technical problem wrong. with this broad yeah. right. Joao Joaw, Donotho. He uh, particularly played bossa nova music. Brazilian guy. Oh. Eighty-eight years old. Then a guy named Rick Froberg passed away at the age of 55. Uh, You may not know his name off the top of your head, but when I tell you that he played for the 1990s band Drive Like Jehu and their song uh, Hot (laughs) Snakes Bullet Train to Las Vegas, then you'll remember who he was. Oh, yes. There's a voice for you Rick Froberg, 55. (laughs) And um, let's see, there there was one other... Oh, I wanted to mention a fellow named Dick Biondi, 90 years old. In the early 60s, he was this gigantic Chicago disc jockey.
1: This is Sam Cook, and we're having a party at 890 and
0: 94.7. He's in the Radio Hall of Fame, but he was on a station called WLS in Chicago, and even out in Central Oregon, we could pick this station up at night. Really? Fifty thousand watts. Wow! And Dick Biondi was known as the Screamer. I think he's the guy that got all these other disc jockeys to do what I used to call puking. They talk like that. Well, Dick Biondi kind of <laughs> kind of started that. We
2: we do call that radio pukers. Pukers guys yeah. that talk like, hey, good morning, everybody.
0: But Biondi wasn't, Beyondi wasn't quite that, but they called him the Screamer, and this is why.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Dick Biondi. We're here until midnight tonight from WKBW Radio, where summertime is 29 minutes and 50 seconds before the hour of 7 o'clock.
0: And he also had a novelty song in 1961, which is quite awful, called the, uh, on Top of Spaghetti song. or, or
2: I love On Top pe- of
1: Spaghetti.
0: You wouldn't like this one, not this version. But it was a hit around Chicago. On
1: top of a pizza, all covered with cheese. I saw my first pizza till somebody sneezed.
0: At his zenith, Dick Biondi got a 60 share. On the radio, wow!
2: Uh, Are you kidding me?
0: That means sixty out of every one hundred radios oh. that were turned on were listening to him. That's huge. God. And he was also led, supposedly the first disc jockey in this country to play the Beatles. He and reck- so,
2: what year was the what what what, what year was that in the sixties?
0: Yeah, sixties mostly. He, yeah. he was around uh, Chicago. He left the market 60s. for a while, came back to Chicago for a different yeah. station. Said he'd been wow. fired twenty six times. From radio jobs, which beats my record. So I, I got to wait. <laughs> I was going to go.
2: gonna say, I thought you were going to say that's not even close to your record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and finally, the first man to pole vault 16 feet, a, a man named John Yulsis, died at the age of 85. And in 1962, now- he. He ran in the pole vault in uh, in a big uh, a big track meet. It wasn't the Olympics, but it was a big, big track meet, and he jumped for the first time. No one had ever gone over 16 feet, and he did it.
2: I have a question. Yes. Didn't we just talk about a jumper that died? Is this, this a different guy?
0: I, I don't remember talking about a jumper recently. There
2: was a guy who jumped...
0: Off really a building? High.
2: Oh. No. <laughs> he didn't jump down. He jumped up.
0: Oh, he Dick jumped... Fosbury.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, not... So this is a different yeah. guy? It
0: was, it was a high jumper.
2: Oh, what's so, the difference? Well,
0: the difference is a pole vaulter, as you can probably guess, uses a pole to advance oh, the themselves.
2: High jumper... Oh, the high jumper guy just springs off the ground with nothing.
0: That's right. Just off okay. his feet. And Got it. The pole vaulter uses a pole. Uh, it's... Okay kind of a dangerous sport you can mess ah, yourself no up kidding. you're getting up there i would like now to recreate oh. <laughs> the uh, pole vault okay. uh, of john Eulsis, where he vaulted 16 feet i think it might have sounded something like this John Yulsis, the first man to pole vault sixteen feet. All right. Did he
2: ever? Did he ever do it again, or was it the one time? He was like, uh, six,
0: "That's a good like, question. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Yeah."
2: Because that's the problem when you do something really great, people are like, "Well, do do it again, then, man." And yeah. you're like, "Well, that was a one. That was a one-time thing. I don't yeah. really think I." can I remember
0: do that the again. great long jumper. There's another way to jump. You can jump up. With your feet, you can jump up with a pole, or you can jump out with uh going, uh, you know, in a, in a horizontal direction, and that's called the long jump. Used to be called the broad jump. I don't know why oh, they I don't changed that, that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's Bob another Beeman way too. You can jump all- down,
0: like and and pick a bale of cotton. Yeah, but but <laughs> Bob <laughs> Beeman would jump. You know, he that's was. He good ma- reference. I mean, he was good. He made the Olympics and everything, but nobody yeah. saw it coming when suddenly. He advances the long jump record by almost two feet it was in mexico city in 1968 he went 29 feet something the most anybody had jumped before that was around 27 feet so So that's
2: horizontal jumping you're talking about that's a long ass way my god
1: bob beeman's first attempt in the long jump was beyond belief in the space of six short seconds beeman had leapt so far that even for a field including defending champion Lynn Davis and American world record holder Ralph Boston, the contest was effectively over. The jump was beyond the limit of the measuring
0: equipment. There should be a back. There should be a backwards jump too. I think I'd be good at that. Now
2: those long jump.
0: And there's also the triple jump, so... where you hop, skip, and then jump.
2: <laughs>
0: and I'm not kidding.
2: <laughs> now the long.
0: I'm working on a quadruple. Now the jump. long
2: jumpy people. Do they? Do they get a running start? If that, do they have to jump like horizontally from a standing position?
0: Well, that is a that is a a thing, but I don't think it's an Olympic sport. But no, long jumpers uh, they they take a long run at it. They try to get up at maximum speed.
2: Dumb! That is a dumb sport. I mean, hey, look at how I will let
0: the Olympic committee know of your how
2: far I can jump. So, so what? That doesn't. How does that benefit anybody?
0: Well, you see it put to use all the time if you watch thriller movies. <laughs> Guys are always jumping from building to building over alleyways.
2: That's true. That's I mean, true pretty jumping, handy. I just feel like if you know, oh God, you're an Olympic Olympic athlete. Oh, what do you? What? What are you? A boxer? Are you a um, like an ice skater? Are you? No, I jump. That just seems boring.
0: Well, it's not very sexy no, compared to dumb. other sports.
2: Sorry for anybody who likes but, jumping out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I think at some point, maybe the ancient Greeks, they just figured all this stuff out. What are the different things that we could try? So we'll try a guy that can run fast. Yeah. Okay, that'll be a sprint. Then we'll try a guy that can a run a long time, a, a medium distance. That'll yeah. be good. And then we'll try a guy that can run for like yeah. two days. And then we'll try the, Then we'll do the marathon. Exactly. And But they have to run nude.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so on a cold day not only do you have to run but there's maximum shrinkage involved (laughs) too so there's very
2: little wind drag so you could probably go faster someone
0: said okay okay i'm okay with the nude thing with the running nude and all of that but could we not be nude for the uh, for the high jump please
2: or the bicycle race Uh,
0: or the pole vault for that matter hey
2: i gotta i gotta I got a bunch of things, but you know what? I completely messed up. I left my phone in the other room. I'm going to run and grab it because I have a, te-
0: oh, for I have God's a text sakes.
2: I want to read you. So just do something. I'll be back in four seconds, okay? Just do something. Okay, I'm coming back.
0: All right. While she's gone, I wanted to play for you, uh, dear listeners, this disclaimer I heard on a commercial recently. Now, a disclaimer is, is a legal thing that an announcer is supposed to read after the commercial it's legal, you have to put it on there, but it's such a stupid rule because they there's no rules about how fast okay, you can okay, read okay, a disclaimer okay. okay, and so this to me is the most egregious example what, what I've ever heard about? check out. Check out this disclaimer. These blog talk radio broadcasts are meant for educational entertainment and only. Any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental, unless otherwise stated. Shows may appear closer than they are. Listen only in well ventilated areas. Contents may settle during broadcasting. Do not listen while operating motor vehicle or heavy equipment. Maybe too intense for some listen. All models are over 18 years of age. Precious if listen to live. Subject to change, without notice. Sounds may be simulated. Listening, constitutes acceptance of agreement. For out of the box, thinkers mostly, not ever seen on TV. Contains substantial amount of non-taco ingredients. Sounds made in time, bait slippery when let, not edited for television. Keep cool, listen, and priest's sense of importance to force. Art earned, pre-sense of humor, and just developments, both benign and malignant and irrational urges to name random unrelated side effects in large number. Thank you for listening did you did you hear one word of that no but it was illegal therefore they've 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 checked all the boxes for legality okay Okay, now you're back okay so i got a text
2: from my friend i want to ask you if you've heard this term (laughs) i want to know i i want to know what you think about this so uh my very good friend richard who you met at my birthday party um, texted me this the other day. He says, so I think you're going to appreciate this. One of the judges, my friend Richard is a federal judge, was commiserating that her niece, so, uh, her niece had planned to come to San Francisco and have a fun day with the judge and her friends. And her husband was supposed to watch the kid that day. And Uh-oh. she was going to take the day off and go have a great time. But she had to cancel with us at the last minute. The reason is, she said that her husband <laughs> came down with a, quote, man cold, unquote, and couldn't watch the kid anymore and needed help. And Richard says, I have never heard the term man cold, which I take to mean a very minor cold that wouldn't put a woman down, but the man can't handle it. Hmm. Um, this well. is a thing with uh I've been asking my girlfriends about this and they're like, "Oh my god, yeah. I my husband or my boyfriend or whoever will get the mm-hmm. slightest little man cold." And I actually looked this up on webmd.com. It is actually a term And it just, it means if a woman has an infection or a cold, she's going to go on with her day's activities. She might mention it to a friend. You know, I'm not feeling good. I have 112 degree temperature, but you know, I got stuff to do. Men, on the other hand, will fuss about the tiniest thing. They won't go to the doctor and they'll just lay on the couch all day being angry and irritable. And I can't do it. So... Simply put, the man cold refers to the idea that men handle colds worse than women. What are your thoughts, Pat?
0: I will I will say this about men. First of all, that's largely true, I have to admit.
2: Yeah, everything shuts down um, when a guy gets a cold.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they make a bigger deal of it. However, uh, they will on, probably only do it if they have a partner or a significant other or a really good friend that they can complain to. <laughs> A guy, guy, like, like if a guy, like, I have a cold, let's say, and my wife is listening to me whine about it, and then all of a sudden there's a phone call, and it's a, it's a male friend of mine. And he says, "Hey Pat, you want to play golf?" I said, "Yeah, sure. What time?" <laughs> So so it's so it's really the the man cold thing is just an act yes. for a any yeah. significant person that will listen yeah, to that. Uh, but I... you don't dare do it in front of your male friends right. because then you're gonna look like Completely. a wimp. You don't mind being a wimp in front of your wife. Yeah. Or a girlfriend right. or whatever, significant other or partner. That's different. I had a
2: girlfriend who was coming home late from work and she said, All right, you gotta you gotta have to deal with the baby and make sure that he's fed and all this. She comes home. Her husband is on the floor with a hoodie on, completely, the hoodie's completely just a little round circle around his face. He's huddled up in his hoodie. The baby's naked yeah. on the couch, naked, no diaper, nothing. And he's just on the floor. I like, I just, I have a cold. I can't deal with anything. And She's like, are you kidding me? You're <laughs> kidding me. I've left you in charge of the, chill, the child and you're snuggled yeah. in a hoodie with a, with a man cold because you can't deal with it. It's a thing. I, I just... I.
0: Well, Lisa, I would love to defend males in general and that man well, in I'm not specifically, but to. I can't. I'm, I'm not... Well, I can't. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, let's put it this way, and I'm, this is not an original observation, but if men had to do the things women have to do, i.e. become pregnant <laughs> and deliver a baby, there would be no people on this planet. There would just be, you know... A couple saber-toothed tigers and a cow walking around down here. (laughs) Yeah. The human race would be gone because men are too big of babies to deliver a baby, you know, uh, much less even go through nine months of pregnancy.
2: Apparently there is a song.
0: Somebody figured this out.
2: There's a song called The Man Cold by R-A-N-J. Oh, he's a comedian. uh, S-I-N-G-H. Maybe we can throw that in here. Okay
0: I think it's I think that this I think this is the one you're talking about <laughs> Not a great recording but here it is
1: Last Friday I started sneezing My Sunday meant I was real bad I think I'm internally bleeding It's the worst flu that I've ever had And why are you standing there laughing? Can't you see that I'm barely alive? I bet you I'm running in a fever. I bet it's three hundred and five. Got a man cold.
0: Achoo. And there's this bit from Saturday Night Live Will Farrell as the husband with the cold, and Kirsten wig as the wife spokesman
2: My husband and I have been feeling a little under the weather. Poor Gary has been sneezing all day. But with four kids, a good night's sleep is essential. That's why we need a cold. How? That's why we need a cold medicine that works and works fast. Many leading How? saying with our busy lives we can't wait 48 hours for symptom relief
1: oh Gary
2: that sneeze is outrageous that's why our family always chooses the brand you sound like a lunatic you're just screaming it is unreal just sneeze like a normal person hi We always choose the brand that has been relied... Ho!
1: Ha! Hey! Ha! Ho!
2: For years. Ha! So try new one-a-day extra-strength nasal flu, and don't get slowed down by a little sickness
1: nasal flu for when you just
0: right, that's enough so anyway yeah so
2: men are basically basically unable to function and here's the thing I have a problem with and I'll let this go they won't go see a doctor they won't go see a doctor I was um, involved with a man
0: also true uh,
2: a man last year who had such a severe it wasn't COVID but it was pretty bad wouldn't go see a doctor wouldn't take Tylenol wouldn't even stay in bed to, you know, take care of himself, but just was just miserable for however long it was. Go go see a doctor, take some Tylenol and deal with it and get on with it. Nope. Nope. Don't need to. It'll pass. I'm sure it'll pass.
0: So see that's the contradiction. Exactly. He's th- he's thinking that you're thinking, "God, what a stud." <laughs> he's a, he's <laughs> eschewing all the medicine and everything cuz he's so damn I tough. Need... He doesn't even need no, it. But- on the other hand, he's whining and complaining. Said, I'm
2: dying. I'm dying.
0: So which is take it, dude? a
2: Tylenol for lo- no. No, I don't want. To. I don't believe in that I stuff. Want- I don't believe that, no, That's I'm really not. it, too. He he yeah. did not believe in Tylenol. Okay, all right. Well, I just wanted to know if you, you ever do the man cold thing to Patty and how how she reacts to you. Does she does she well, sympathize with you? Does yeah. she or does she go, oh, whatever? No. Get off the couch and go mow the lawn, you weenie.
0: No, those those days are long over for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've we've been married decades and I think I've told you before that uh when we would get into I wouldn't call them fights, but dust-ups, disagreements, I like
2: the dust-up. If you dust-up. That's awesome.
0: At bedtime, we then I would I would routinely stomp away <laughs> and go downstairs if we had a downstairs or whatever, but I'd head out and lay on the living room couch and I would I would you know then begin to spend the night there on the couch. I'll show mm-hmm. her I'm going to sleep on yep, the couch That's tonight. right.
2: She does not get the benefit of my company in the nice, comfortable yep. bed with the four hundred and fifty thread count yep. sheets that I paid for
0: correct. Yes, if a murderer <laughs> comes crawling in through her bedroom window, she's got no one to blame but herself. I could <laughs> Don't have saved
2: come her trying to me when you're dead. <laughs>
0: I could have fought those guys off with these weapons I call fists. But no. Nope,
2: wait, wait. They're had... called fists of fury, I thought.
0: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I proceed to use these fists to slap people a little bit.
2: <laughs> and then run away.
0: And then run. <laughs> so, So, but the reason I would do this, lay on the couch, is because... I knew in a matter of time, it might take might take half an hour, might take an hour, but pretty soon I could hear her little footsteps oh. coming my oh. way. And then a little kiss. Come to bed, honey. I come miss you. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take any aspirin <laughs> either. Come on, come to bed. <laughs> well, okay. And it worked. Yeah. I got sympathy. I got summoned back. Yeah. It was nice. great. But... Uh, then she started figuring this out as a stunt that I was doing, <laughs> and so I remember specifically one night, I'm on the couch and I'm, going, hmm, look at my watch. Huh. She should be down by now. <laughs> this usually works great. What's going on? Huh? And finally, about four in the morning, I just get up and I, uh, <laughs> I go back into bed, defeated. So and she's completely the...
2: spread out on the whole bed, has all the pillows oh, to yeah. herself with a smile on her face.
0: Yeah, and not, not awake, not saying, I you no, when no, you'll no, come back. Just... No, 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 it's just... It's as if her snoring is saying, I don't give a shit.
2: I have the whole bed to myself. Yay.
0: I like it this way. Why didn't I do this a long time ago? Yeah, just... Thank so God. it doesn't work. Mr.
1: Sangman, bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Bum, 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 bum. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Sangman.
0: So it's the same thing with feigning illness. Uh she's not buying it anymore. If I'm that sick, then whatever, but uh, and I don't care if you take aspirin or Tylenol or whatever. Yeah. I don't care if you take an aspirin and then use it as a suppository. <laughs> I don't care. Because <laughs> you're not that sick. Now yeah. get up.
2: Oh, and man. so those were the, I guess those what I'm saying the, is I
0: don't play that card those anymore.
2: Those were the glory days you had, man.
0: Oh, they were sweet. <laughs> you know, but speaking of guys, least these these are observations and every one of them involves guys. So this is, I'm piling on to my own you gender are. here. My wife, Patty, is standing in line yesterday at Fred Meyer. She's uh, going to get a prescription, pick up a prescription. And there's a guy standing in front of her, and he, she so she can't miss him. And he's probably, you know, eh, I don't know, 40s, 50s. And she notices he starts itching. He's itching the back of his Ew. neck. And then pretty soon, his hand goes down into his shirt, and he's scratching back there. And He's chasing something around, it looks like. <laughs> Jesus. Is your man. I want to tell you, i got a brand new thing. Stop what you're doing, wherever you at. Now you get ready. What an itching scratch. Oh, turn left a little bit, baby. Would be cool now. Wait a minute. Let me tell you what you got to do. Then he starts scratching. He starts scratching, you know, his lower back. And then he goes down below his belt a little bit, scratch and scratch. Finally, she says, he produces some object (coughs) of not as big as a golf ball, but, uh, you know, bigger than a stink bug. And he has it in his hands. And then, she said, he proceeds to flick it across the room. What
2: was it? Where
0: where it's so big she can hear it land. (laughs)
2: Was it a bug? Like he
0: flicks it, he flicks it. It lands somewhere over there. <laughs> we don't know what it oh is. Oh my god! A piece, big chunk of skin, or <laughs> part of a blister, or a, a scab, a wart. Yeah, who knows? Oh my a god. scab. Yeah, here I gotta flick this scab over here.
2: Well, I guess what yeah. would, else would you do? Eat it or put it in your pocket? <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know, but it's just gross. Then the same day, she's on her bicycle and she gets behind this guy at a stop sign who's on his bike. He doesn't know she's behind oh, him. No. And the guy lifts off his oh. bicycle seat while he's, wait- <laughs> while he's waiting at the stop sign and sticks his hand down his pants, scratching his butt really, really, really hard. Just scratching and scratching it. And he's making a noise, too. He's going,
1: oh. <laughs> Oh yeah!
0: Oh yeah!
2: Ugh. Did he smell his hand after?
0: <laughs> yes. Ah! Yeah, yeah. He smelled his hand, and then he, as if to say, "Hey, lady, oh. check it out. You want to smell it?" No, she. He didn't do that. Uh, it was just God. absolutely disgusting. Then, oh
2: God! For, then poor Patty. She should not go out at all.
0: Then my son calls up today. And he says that they were standing at the airport, he and his two daughters, and there was a couple in front of them. And the woman looked at her husband and said, You, you have a zit on your neck, Larry. And she proceeds to work on his zit. It's on the back of his neck. So she's she's squeezing on it, working on it. Oh, and God. my son said it he, he, he my son said I just turned and it looked away because I How I nauseating. kept expecting any moment to feel a big wet splop oh, on my God. on my face. That's so I so thought, so nauseating. Well, I'll turn
2: let's all sing Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs>
0: but it's all guys guys do this stuff but like they live you know they're the guys you always see picking their nose in their car oh, yeah. when you park yeah or shop. they
2: or they spit on this what is with the public spitting still i i was walking past a construction site the other day in my neighborhood and I didn't see anybody spit, but I walked past a big, gross loogie on the sidewalk. And I'm like, <laughs> I wanted to say, which one of you piglets did this?
1: That's disgusting. Stop spitting on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop spitting where you please. Stop spitting on the streets. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're spreading the disease.
2: Women don't yeah. spit. We aren't spitters. Yeah. We don't spit.
0: No, I think I agree with that. And they, I've never seen a woman... Do the one nostril uh, (laughs) nose blow.
2: Well, Pat, let me say. You you know that.
0: Never (laughs) seen a woman do that.
2: That's called a cowboy Kleenex is what that's called. Now, let me just say, you might not have seen us doing that, but we do it. (laughs) You do? No, I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) Dang it. I thought I finally learned something.
1: Uh yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, uh say can I get back up just a little oh, bit? You were God. talking about uh your friend the judge.
2: Yes, my friend Richard.
0: And and I am uh I'm decades old, Lisa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There, there, I'm I'm younger than Jonathan Swift, but a lot older than Taylor Swift. <laughs> so I'm somewhere in there. Yeah. But my whole life I have never ever received a summons to serve on a jury until yesterday oh really now my brother recently served on a jury so i wondered if that was a coincidence another friend of mine whose last name is clark just got a jury summoned so i'm figuring oh they're going they're going through the seas now oh the, your I name see. is if your name is Danby or dunlop or something you're probably going to be next
2: that's not how they do it is that how they i do it? know but i okay yeah
0: it is an interesting coincidence
2: yeah I've been called once, and then they realized I was too contrary and fickle, and had would have way too many questions, so they dismissed me. Well,
0: that's what I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Now, look, listen to me. I I want to be. I want to serve my country. I want to do my civic duty. You do. I I would like to serve on a jury. I think it's an experience everybody should have. Mm. I want to. I want to. The the process will be fascinating to me. Okay. But it says I have to uh, submit the attached juror response form mm-hmm. within five days from the date of receipt, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then it, uh, you know, gives me a parking permit. Do they pay you to be a juror? Oh, I don't think so, right? No, that's your yeah.
2: civic duty. Yeah. Okay. I just thought,
0: you know, if I can make, you know, <laughs> five or six thousand dollars per day. <laughs> As a juror, that they, would be sh- cool. they should
2: pay you. Um, but wait a minute. So can we back up? You you were supposed yeah, to turn yeah. in the form Oh yeah,
0: there is a juror per diem. Ten dollars per day for the first two days, twenty five per day for third and subsequent days, and you get twenty cents a mile round trip. I didn't know, know that. Yeah, that's what it says here. Huh. So it might, it might vary from uh, jurisdiction to jurisdiction. You haven't turned your form in
2: yet. Here. Are you late? Well, no, I just got it. Oh, I thought you said it was due yeah. yesterday. Okay.
0: No. So here's when I'm supposed to serve on the jury. Okay. Uh, and this, you know, if people listen to these podcasts years from now, this won't make sense. But as we're recording this, it's July, mm-hmm. and they want me to show up August 21st to September 1st, two week jury service. Okay. So uh, I have. I have a couple of things coming up that I need to be out of town for. Uh, One of them is the 75th birthday party of a very dear friend, which falls right into the middle Mm. of this jury summons time. And my daughter's coming to visit for a week Mm. uh, during that same window. They don't care. And maybe you'll come to visit. They don't care. I don't know, but they don't care. So my question is, there are people who get out of jury duty all the time. And so... Not for those uh,
2: reasons. They don't care. Okay,
0: so... Here's some that I'm going to try. I wanted to run these bars. Okay, dokey. okay. Okay. Well, first of all, I what, always think it's like like a Perry Mason episode yeah. in the middle of the trial. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> it was
1: I did it. <laughs> I did it.
0: Yeah, Mr. Cashman, you're actually a juror. You're not on trial. Huh? Oh, never mind.
2: Yeah. That's fine. That's a good way. Okay. That's a good I
0: misunderstood. One. Sorry. But by then, I'm already a juror. So before that, okay. uh, I, I could try financial hardship, you know, or things like I'm having my uvula removed.
2: Okay, wait. Can we back up? What?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I do want to get yep. to the uvula, u- u- whatever it's yeah. called. Uh, what what do you mean financial hardship? How does that prevent you from sitting on a jury?
0: Well, you might say, you know, I'm uh, the sole uh, source of income for my family, mm-hmm. and if I'm uh, doing jury duty, mm-hmm. you know, I'm making mm-hmm. I'm making twenty grand a week, mm-hmm. but uh, you guys are only paying me T- ten dollars a whatever day. Whatever I just said, a couple <laughs> of dollars a day. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle that. I mean, that's two weeks of no, okay. no income. I'll, that's a real financial hardship. Okay. I. I mean, that's one that people have tried, and sometimes it works okay. if you're if you tell it and compelling enough. But I'm here's some others I'm trying. And I mentioned about having my uvula. Okay, removed.
2: your uvula is. What? Are you
0: sure? What do you know? What a uvula is.
2: I think so. It's an. Okay, it, but you're that,
0: not sure, right? Sh- you're listen. not sure. So when I say it to them, they're not going to be sure. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds serious. Or well, maybe we should let him off the jury duty.
2: And they'll say, "Wait a minute, yeah. you don't have a uvula. You're a man."
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that that that's why I knocked out the "I'm pregnant or breastfeeding" excuse. Right. So that that one's but a the non-starter. Uv- right
2: the uvula? Which I can't even say. Just sounds like a naughty part of your body. But isn't that yeah. thing in the back of your throat?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's you worth. think so? You don't one?
2: even know what it is?
0: I I know it's in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> But I, I thought it would be good to use something that's sort of obscure. Yeah, yeah. People have heard of it, but they're not really sure where yeah. it is or how serious it would be. What if
2: they ask you, though, removed. hold on, though. I don't be rushing through these. I have questions, and I'm just trying to prepare right. you for when they have questions for you. If sure. you say that, I have to have my uvula removed. What if they say why?
0: <laughs> it's because uh, I sprained it. <laughs> I think it, I broke it. It went out. Yeah, it went out. It went out. It's like uh, oh, saying, that's so oh, how about this? My groin went out. <laughs> I can't serve on jury because my groin went out.
2: I, you said that to me before we started recording and I told you that is the best excuse to not go to a party.
0: You, do you think that one would that work? That would
2: work. That you, you jury say jury? I can't I'd love to but you always have to preface it with I'd love to but my groin went out. <laughs> 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 it sounds okay. like right. nobody. How
0: about, how about this one Lise? How about this one? Uh, how long do I have to sit on the jury? Well it could be several hours. Oh uh, well that's not going to work for me. I have a tremendously weak bladder. Oh, yeah. I have to go about every three minutes or so. <laughs>
2: no, I don't think that's as strong as your groin going out.
0: Yeah, because they would make you wear like a Yeah, the they'd say, we don't, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, how about if I just ask interesting and provocative questions like, do I have to wear a shirt? <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or, or, or you, or you say something, is it okay if I bring my guns? <laughs> good one <laughs> yeah. or or you you say oh going gonna be great because you know something i can tell someone's guilty just by looking at them yeah. i have like a psychic ability i won't even have to hear the case yeah i will say guilty not guilty i can tell just by looking at yeah, them yeah
2: i am so i am the perfect juror or you could say yeah things more you could say are there going to be any hot chicks there <laughs> ask them that
0: can i bring my ipod because i i love I love me some music.
2: Your iPod. I don't think yeah. the iPod's even well, exist I, anymore. I don't know
0: if they I don't know if they make them anymore. Um, uh how about I'm getting a cold sore. I am not going to look good. I oh, just it,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or just say you have a man cold and everybody will go, "Oh, well then we get it." There you go. Yeah.
0: It's perfect. There you go. It's perfect. <laughs> I have a man cold. I have cold. a man cold with
1: a headache. Think I might just call out. Tell them that my tooth hurts all fall out. I've got pain in my side. My tummy won't stop rumbling. If I die in my sleep, tell my kids that I love them. They say I'm dramatic. I call it premonition. My disease is so rare. It's limited edition. My wife thinks that I'm fine. She says I don't know true pain. She's been pregnant nine months, but I
0: Hey, I wanted to ask you um if you've heard this commercial I wanna talk we gotta wrap this I up. Know. I can't believe how fast the time I goes know. by. Um, and
2: I still had something else I wanted to bring up.
0: Okay. Let me let me go through this really fast. Right. Have you seen those balance of nature commercials? No. They they're they're commer they're ubiquitous and they're I and probably have plus what they're everywhere. It? What are they selling? Well there they're are two different kinds of pills you take every day. One gives you all the fruit you need. What? Daily supplement, really, and the other gives you all the vegetable uh, benefits you would need. It's all in a handy little pill, oh, brother. in case you don't eat enough salad or okay, eat enough apples or oranges. That's not or how something.
2: you get those the benefits of it. You got to just go eat a piece of fruit or eat a vegetable for corn.
0: Well, the 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 way they're selling this is this is this is a, just as a good pill for and,
2: everything. Okay, yeah. all right, a
0: pill. So they have this woman on there in this particular. Current commercial. I don't know if I can give you a good audio version of it, so I recorded it straight off the TV. Okay. This may not sound very good, okay. but this woman is the spokesman and she's talking about how this product has given her so much more energy than she has had previously. My name is Barbara and I'm a registered nurse. Not only do I get to help other people, but I've learned an awful lot about nutrition, which has become my favorite subject over the years. So when I saw balance of nature, I thought, you know, that sounds right. I've studied food and nutrition and health, and I believe that taking balance of nature gives you the nutrients that you need. And after I started taking balance of nature, I wasn't needing to sit down and rest at 4 o'clock anymore. I feel like I have more energy than I had before. I'm able to do more of the things I love to do. <laughs> Makes you wonder how how little energy did she have before she took oh Balance gosh. of Nature. Yeah. This woman, I mean, of all the spokespeople, you choose her?
2: <laughs> Maybe she didn't even have enough energy to even form words. So this could be yeah. a huge improvement for her.
0: That could be. That
2: could Oh be. my god!
0: I believe we have, we may have told this joke in the past, but I like it so much. It's been a long time. Okay, it doesn't. That doesn't
2: matter. What matters is, do you remember if I liked it?
0: Yes. Well, you didn't like last week's joke, <laughs> so I'm hoping I can. You know, after grounding out to second okay. in a double play, I hope I can hit a home run. It's really road, rare for double.
2: you, though. I mean, and you can't, you know, <clears throat> you can't, you know, win well, all of thank them. You. So. thank you.
0: Thank uh, you. But here we go. But
2: I hold on, though. Uh, I'm just worried. This is my kind of joke. I'm just worried that if it's two in a row, that's going to, you're going to feel defeated.
0: Well, if it's two in a row. I'm going to have to re-examine everything about this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, "Well, Kate, okay, Skip, we're not doing jokes oh, anymore." Don't say that. I like to I like to leave people with a smile, but if the jokes aren't landing, then they're they're angry. They're not happy. They're not smiling. All right.
2: So, Good luck.
0: This is kind of a test. Okay. All right. Gosh, I hope
2: this Okay, Just calm down. Come on, and baby. breathe. Just
0: okay. Three guys go to a job interview. The personnel officer conducting the interviews—this um, is a little indelicate, Lisa—but the man had no ears. Oh! He could hear, but he didn't have the protuberance uh, of an ear. Yeah, he didn't have any ears. What happened? Missing Can both I of ask them.
2: questions along the way? Sure. What happened to them?
0: Uh, they got—they uh, got accidentally cut off in a horrible, horrible. Okay. Uh, paddle ball or pickleball <laughs> incident.
2: And uh, unfortunately, he could still hear the pickleball noise. <laughs> okay, got it. Maybe that's
0: the story. He voluntarily chopped <laughs> them off yeah. because he didn't want to hear it anymore. Okay, uh, continue. But uh, no, he can hear everything. Ah. He just he doesn't have ears, okay, okay, you know.
1: Okay. So, and he's
0: sensitive about it, as you can oh, imagine.
1: Yeah.
0: So, the first candidate for this job interview comes in. And, uh, he tells the candidate, Well, this job calls for observations. So, I want you to make an observation about me. All right? Guy says, Well, right off the bat, I notice you don't have any ears. <laughs> Personnel director was furious. He throws the guy out. <laughs> Bring in my next Hold candidate. Hold on, though. That
2: seems pretty... I mean, Really?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, well, I know that this uh, is this okay. you know, personnel director. I mean, I know. he doesn't have any ears, Lisa's
2: I understand personal. that, but the okay.
0: The guy didn't say, "Hey, that's a nice shirt you're wearing. You have a beautiful, you have a beautiful smile. <laughs> I like the way you're, you've combed your hair. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing like that. He just goes right for the ears thing, and like, it pisses the guy. <laughs> okay, you can understand. I understand. Why. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay the next guy comes in the next guy? is this the, the second, guy? This the the second guy the second okay. guy and he's also they talk for a while spends a little more time with him talking about his job goals and life expectations and all that and does he have a family and, all. and then he finally says okay uh I'd like you to make an observation about me uh, anything you'd like to say guy guy goes. Well, yeah, you don't have any ears. Shit. Oh, the personnel director went crazy, Lisa. He just went berserk. I can't imagine why. And he just said, "Get out of here!" The guy just leaves immediately. Maybe he threw him out the window. Oh my Even god! Even for the door, though. he was really pissed. Then the third guy comes in. Okay. And he, too, they just talked for a while about the job and this and that and what's your previous experience and all of that. And finally, he says, All right, then, now, as uh, you may know, this job calls for observations. So uh, I'd like you to make an observation about me. Guy says, "Uh, You wear contact lenses. Wow, that's amazing. You're right. How did you know that? Well, because you can't wear glasses because you don't have any ears.
2: <laughs> That's
1: so good, see? Shut him. see? Shut him. Huh? What? Huh? Shut him. Oh, I'll give over. Not again. Do you know what time it is? It's half past three. I'll oh, get off now. Look, stop that that has got into you. It's not Friday, is it? Oh, chérie. Oh, look, cut that out. Mm. Pull yourself together, woman. Look, control yourself. And get back on your own side. Mm. I've got to be on the first tee at half past six. Oh, je t'aime, je t'aime. Oh, Speak English, t'aime. woman, whatever's the matter with you? Oh. What? If you two don't keep quiet, I'm getting out of this bed and I'm going to sleep in the other room. Oh, I'm sorry, Arthur. You see, you've woken Arthur up now. Oh, je t'aime, je t'aime. Leave him alone, Mavis. Mavis? Oh. We're off the tea at half past six. Mavis! Mm-hmm. Oh, je t'aime. Oh, oh, oh. Ah. That wasn't me, that was Arthur. Ah. Ah. I think I'm gonna beat him tomorrow. Mm. Well. Mm. Oh, good night, Arthur. Uh. Good night, Mavis. Good night, good night Frank. Frank. Oh. Je t'aime. Oh, we oui, should putting up with this. I'm going into the other room. Oh, she's such a terrible singer.